0: back to another episode of see the future podcast on this one we are gonna talk about diagnoses in the world of mental health and mental illness and just kind of what diagnoses if they're like um helpful or you know self-diagnosis we're just gonna have a little conversation about this and i will hand
1: over to georgie to say something about this (laughs) i mean Yeah, where do you start? I would say, you know, first off, you've got the question, are they helpful? Yes. Um, You know, they obviously can be. They can give people answers to the questions. You can tell I've moved to the South. Um, (laughs) I literally, my whole life, I've said answers. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Um, like, they give people answers to their questions. If they've got kind of... If they're experiencing psychosis, for example, and they don't know that it's psychosis, that can be really confusing for them. Yeah. Um, I really hun- understand what they're going
0: through so much better because, you know, some, you know, it's labels like a different thing. But sometimes it can really help to mm. talk about something because you have more, more of an understanding of the diagnosis. Yeah, and you
1: can kind of even just a simple Google of what what you've been diagnosed with, Mm -hmm. you can kind of go, okay, these are the symptoms. This is how how they recommend to treat it. Yeah, um, you know, there's things that you can then take from that. And you know, I'm I'm not saying you know, don't go to the doctor and be like Google says I've got a brain tumor.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) symptoms of a brain tumor. Because the amount of times I have googled like. I've got a headache or something and it's come yeah. back with pregnant and it's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so obviously I'm not recommending do that but no. once you've got the diagnosis yeah. maybe have a little research mm-hmm. um yeah obviously and then to be fair what we are also talking about is privilege and yeah being able to get that diagnosis you know we are yeah. both white young women Mm -hmm. we have probably found it fairly easy to get a diagnosis yeah um and i want to acknowledge that i want to acknowledge that you know we are privileged yeah getting to that stage
0: you know obviously you know white women we can you know we've got better access to those types of diagnoses and you know live in England as well got like access to you know healthcare um you know through the NHS so trying to get a diagnosis is going to be different for every single person where you live who you are you know you just like we we really recognize that because even just getting a diagnosis is such a privilege and it can be really difficult to even just get to that place because getting a diagnosis it means like you have to recognize it in the first place which is so difficult and even just like you have to reach out to be able to get a diagnosis as well so that's like
1: another stepping stone to even get to that place yeah and there's even you know there's there's issues with misdiagnosis yes yeah if you know I, I I supported someone um who had been misdiagnosed with blood cancer and they didn't have blood cancer. They didn't have any type of cancer. Yeah. And you know, that, that can be really disheartening Mm -hmm. and it does happen. Yeah. Uh, It's being misdiagnosed. Yeah. And even, even, you know, it's taking, it's sometimes it takes a while to get that diagnosis. I had a patient who was 77 and they just and I mean just got diagnosed with bipolar yeah it's it's at the age of 77
0: it's it's such a difficult process as well especially for different things like Mm -hmm. you know especially for more you know it can it's it's quite easy to have like a framework with some doctors with like depression and anxiety for other types of mental illnesses as well it's a lot more difficult ones that aren't as well known even within like the medical field things like that can be seen as something else pretty easily like if symptoms overlap you know it, it can be really difficult to even get the right diagnosis there because with a lot of mental illnesses things do overlap in there so you know people say something as something else when you go yeah and there's so much
1: what i'm thinking of is kind of bpd and or eepd as it's called uh, called now or um and complex ptsd Mm -hmm. there's a lot of overlap overlap between the two yeah um you know that i had a pie chart i saw a pie chart the other day kind of just with that overlap there's a lot of things and that that is why kind of people you know they can have both yeah um, but yeah it, it's it's a difficult one i think yeah can be difficult especially like with
0: dad there's so much overlap between them you know it can be difficult to reach the diagnosis you need to then be able to move on to the suitable treatments that you need yeah and it's gonna differ for different you know, mental illnesses you're gonna need different treatments different medications whatever you need to like deal with that and um, it can be you know it's it's difficult to get to that point especially with the ones that aren't as well known because you know some people just aren't you know, know they don't know as much about it so it can be a lot harder to kind of spot mm. and know why why the symptoms match with that instead of that or like, why you know, it fits in with this. So it, it, it's just a really difficult thing to to even get in the first place, for like yeah. different reasons like that. But also, you know, just even getting access to it.
1: Yeah, I think the maybe the things that kind of don't benefit having a diagnosis is being labelled and kind of you know getting that diagnosis finally and then you feeling like even you have to like fit into those boxes so you have to fit into those symptoms that you can see on google um and also it can potentially discourage doctors and nurses from seeing that patient as a whole person as an individual um and you know i think you've got to assess yourself before embarking on trying to get a diagnosis whether you think it's going to be helpful for you there's definitely different opinions on it Um, you know there's a lot of stigma um it can be empowering but it can also be disempowering and it, it really just depends on on you
0: I think it I think it's nice to to know that when you're speaking to someone else um, because if someone else has kind of recognized something about you if something's changed it's quite easy to then say oh well I have x y and z so you mm. know they can kind of like better understand read why that's going on say like you're diagnosed with depression and one day you you're out with them and like you're fine and you know you're just having a, a good day and then the very next day you know it, it's a really difficult day and they couldn't like understand how suddenly it's quite it's a difficult day and you can't really get out of bed. but then being able to say well actually I have this it can help them understand it because then they can do their own research mm, can... yeah I
1: I feel like I feel like a diagnosis is potentially I mean anyway in, in my experience has been more helpful for other people than it has been yeah. for me Hmm. Um, You know when I first got got diagnosed with an eating disorder I then developed more of an eating disorder because they're competitive they are you fit like they are just kind of yeah so it's really difficult to get an eating disorder diagnosis it's difficult to get seen by eating disorder services yeah I feel very lucky in a way that I I you know I've got that diagnosis um it will kind of remain it will remain on my medical record for for life but um you know and I will I I think with eating disorders in particular I will always be in recovery yeah um Mm -hmm. they are not something that personally I think you can be 100% cured from no I think it's an active choice that I have to make um every day Mm -hmm. um but I think for me, getting a diagnosis was more helpful for for the people around me to understand a bit what I was yeah. going through. Yeah, definitely, and kind of put their finger on it. And, and you know, people did people did deal with it in the wrong way, um, mm-hmm. but some people dealt with it really well. And I think you know, you're going to come across that if you disclose that you've got a diagnosis, you're going to come across people that don't support it or they react badly, they make you feel worse. But on the, on the flip side, you're also going to get people that are like that, that might open a new conversation that might say, I've dealt with this too. Or, oh, my mom dealt with this or my sister. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's what a diagnosis has been most helpful for. It is for other people and for opening those conversations. Yeah for starting those convers- for starting those really, really tricky conversations with people. Mm-hmm. And then you finally get that shared realization that oh I'm not alone. Yeah. Because so and so has dealt with this. So and so has been where I've been, so and so has got through it. Yeah. And that is the whole point of my job, which yeah. Yeah. is kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that definitely it's it's
0: I agree. You know, it's it's definitely more personally more helpful for the people around you. Um, you know, there's there's difficulties no matter what the diagnosis is. Like personally, trying to even come to terms with it. Um, you know, like what you said about like once you were diagnosed, it kind of felt like it got worse. I think that yeah. that can be, you know, especially with eating disorders, they're so competitive. It's like the same with other mental illnesses you know you've got I feel like once you've got that diagnosis then you can kind of fall into it and just feel like that's kind of what defines you in a way
1: yeah for for so long mm-hmm. I kind of viewed myself as well I viewed myself as, as anorexic yeah you know that was who I was mm-hmm. um who I was 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 delving deeper into this rabbit hole that that an eating disorder, and it was only kind of when I started, well, when I was forced into recovery, basically, that um, that I started to realise that there is a lot more to me than an eating disorder. There was a lot more to me than anorexia. Yeah, there was, a, you know, these are just things that I have and that I've struggled with. Mm-hmm. There is so much more, and you know, this podcast would not be a thing if I hadn't gone through all of that yeah um which I think in a way I'm always thankful for I'm thankful for, for the struggles that I've had yeah because they've given me that different perspective on life mm-hmm. um not that I recommend them no <laughs>
0: not that you know you wish it on anyone else it's just no it's just now being able to recognize that part of your journey and it's not it doesn't define who you are
1: and, you're not, and I think you know,
0: but, you
1: know yeah. Important. I mean, the people that are going to be listening to this, I have a sneaky feeling that our platform is mostly people that struggle with their mental health. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's the point of our podcast mm-hmm. is is creating that safe space. Yeah,
0: and for people who like. So if you're dealing with it, you know, there's always a safe space and it's also a safe space for people who know others who are going through it and just want to know more um, because that, that's always, like, a good point as well. with The diagnosis, say, if I know someone who gets diagnosed with something, then I can then go and do my own research to kind of better understand it and um, without having to, like, constantly ask them questions about it. I'm able to just, like, you know, go away and my own type of you know research around the topic just to have like a bit of a better understanding of how to help them or just how to you know listen and be understanding Yeah. I think that's why it's helpful from like an outside perspective not as like a personal diagnosis but for other people to yeah it. it can be
1: helpful in that way
0: but you know it's it's a, it's a difficult one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so individual, and then you've got the concept of self-diagnosing. Yeah, which people have opposing views on. Um, very opposing. It Can get, like when people post about this, I always see like comments that are like very aggressive to one side. Yeah, uh, the- like oh, well, you know, don't self-diagnose or yeah. or do, and and I think you know. In in you know my personal opinion, is. That self-diagnosis is okay if you don't have access to receiving a professional diagnosis. Yes. If you are blatantly using social media, saying that you have bipolar as an attempt to gain followers, Mm -hmm. as an attempt to romanticise mental illness... I don't think it's okay. Nope. But if you are doing it because the waiting list in your city or your country or your state is too long for you and you need that you need that kind of diagnosis for yourself and for other people to help understand what you're going through and how you're feeling yeah. until you can get that professional diagnosis until you can talk it through with someone and say I've been dealing with this, I'm struggling with this, what What do you think it is? And I think in that case, it's okay, but it is definitely something that people have very, very strong opinions on. Yeah,
0: I think it, it is just being able to recognise that not everyone can get a diagnosis. And you know, it's it's sadly something that, you know, it's privileged if you can get one. And Know that needs to change, and that's like a whole huge topic of what needs to change. Um, but I 100% agree with everything that you said, like that is my stance as well. I mean, I'd love to hear other people's stances about it as well.
1: Like, yeah, like if you're things. listening and you want to, if you have an opinion on this, mm-hmm. let us know, like yeah. on Instagram, mm-hmm. messages, um, you know we're always up to hearing different opinions and i think you know oh, it, yeah. it, when we kind of thought about this topic it was like okay this could be a bit of a debate yeah But it's almost kind of turned into we have very similar opinions
0: yeah we have similar opinions but like we recognize that like not everyone does because it can be quite like if one person believes something it's like a very strong belief on either side
1: mm.
0: and Get very heated on like people even just like people's posts on instagram the comments are very like no no yeah. no like Course, like that is what I believe and you're not going to change my mind which is like fair enough but you know you've got to recognize that I think a lot of people who in this particular situation um who say no you can't self-diagnose like no 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 you're not going to change my mind is someone who doesn't recognize the privilege of having a diagnosis
1: and <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah you know, I think it's just It'll be a, a difficult argument but if people do have different opinions let us know because you know yeah. I always like to hear about it and just like on the topic of diagnosis in general if it's helped you or if it hasn't you know i think we both had similar thoughts about, like it just helping the people around us more so mm-hmm. than personally but i do think like even as like an outsider from someone else telling me about diagnosis I think it did help me understand them a little bit better, which I think is really good. Yeah. Because it's easier for them to just say, I have this one sentence is over with. I can walk away and, you know, think about it myself, and them having to sit down and say, I deal with this, 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 and this. You know, it's easier to just give like the umbrella statement and be like, no, it's just it. And then you can do your own type of research, but that makes it. A lot easier for people to even talk about you know mental health mental illness it does make it easier So yeah that's,
1: that's my thoughts <laughs> uh, well anyway i hope you have enjoyed this episode yes, let us know was I think. very similar opinions um yeah. but yeah if you also if you have any ideas mm-hmm. um for things, if you want us to talk about if you want to come on the show Podcast, yes. I, don't, I don't know what you call it, um, <laughs> please do get in touch with us. And because, yeah, we have an exciting, mm-hmm. yeah, exciting kind of few episodes lined up for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is again, it has been a pleasure being back. Yes. Um, get in touch with us now. It's always fun.
0: So, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this one. And we will speak to you soon mm <laughs>